I'm Justin. I'm Josh. I'm Austin. Hey, uh, gobbity goobity, have you guys seen Mr. Deeds? I stepped in some more. I stepped in a Sandler over here. Yeah. We we We're tried nasty. building our big ape gate and it didn't keep Sandler out. Yeah, the sand hole brought the 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 ape wall down. All right, so I haven't. I have not seen it all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces of it on cable back in the day. Um, my brother went to see it and he told me a little bit about it. But mm-hmm. Josh, I assume you don't you don't know anything about this. No, I, I've heard of it, like most Adam Sandler movies, but I don't know anything about it. So what we do here on the podcast is the people guess. who haven't seen the movie, yep, give a brief rundown, a description based on a guess on the title of the movie. This is Mr. Deeds. Putting aside that you know that it's an Adam Sandler movie, tells and, me a lot. <laughs> and also, you kind of know the time period. I'm going to say because we've. It's early aughts, right? We're doing um all, um all the them mm. Sandler movies. Just Justin, what year is this? Uh, this is uh, two thousand and two. All right, Punch Drunk was two thousand and one. We're one mm-hmm. year past the serious one. Um, God, was oh, that this the is... last one we saw? That's uh-huh. incredible. It's been a bit. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. We went better. April. Uh, yeah. We had a monkey break. Oh, that was nice. A little reset. <laughs> yeah, a reset by watching the same movie three times. I would argue that I know it, it was that's a, that's quite enjoyable. Josh's <laughs> viewpoint. I, I actually liked most of them, too. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll have forgotten some of the Sandler tropes after having watched the same movie like four times. <laughs> right? The, the, You're just going to be like, when are they fresh. going to Skull Island? Yeah. <laughs> oh, when man, I want to sacrifice the woman to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just hear gobbity goobity echoing throughout the jungle as he approaches. <laughs> some woman with alliteration in her name is tied up. Oh, man. We got to calculate the... The size of a giant Adam Sandler penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We definitely need a Patreon at this point. <laughs> uh, oh, we got an E rating. We're getting it early in the episode right now. Um, so, Josh, what do you think this is going to be about based on the title Mr. Deeds? Uh, I'm going to bet that Adam Sandler is the titular Mr. Deeds. No way. Okay. Um, that name, unlike Little Nicky or The Waterway or some of the other ones we've watched, doesn't tell me as much. Um, 
what does it what does it tell you though? Lorcan what are you the feeling? Happy uh, Gilmore and Billy Madison, those kind of earlier movies. Yeah, yeah, Billy now, Madison. That, not even a first that, name though. Now I Billy Madison tells you. Yeah, Billy Madison tells you less than. I would what argue this name could could infer. I would argue I'm they tell sure. you quite a bit. We'll get to what this one implies, but Billy. I'm I'm hoping cool. he like you know they're playing on deeds, right? Like he, you know, Adam Sandler's like usually like the good guy. Because like maybe he just does a bunch of good deeds. I just want to bring this up because you did ask us in the chat whenever we told you we were watching this movie, uh-huh. and you said like a hundred deeds of Eddie McDowd. Yeah, the Nickelodeon show that I <laughs> and that's a King. deep cut that I'm sure not a lot of people know about. Nope, I, I didn't think know it about lasted it. Lasted less than a it's... season. Yeah, it was about uh, a scientist jerk got that got turned into a dog until he did a hundred good deeds. Wow. And then the show got canceled after like you know twenty of them. This sounds like an episode of Amazeballs that we need to cover. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's some there's there's those we could go into a whole. Oh Nick shit! Hulk no, it had two. three seasons. Did it? Okay. How many episodes? It, it lasted from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and two. Oh wow! This- <laughs> Maybe this is a sequel. Maybe Mr. Deeds is him grown up. I was going to say, Billy is quite a young boy's name. He doesn't go by Bill or William, uh, and he's very childish in that movie. I, I propose that Mr., he's he's a little more grown up in this. Probably. I would I would guess. Sure. But, sorry, go back to what you were saying about his deeds. What, what sort I'm of hoping deeds? they do something with that name. Hey, deeds is a pretty pointed name right it's not like a like just a name like billy matt right i'm, I'm thinking they're gonna do something with the deeds part right it's gonna be more some than some sandler deeds yeah 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 maybe it's a move you know it's Sandler, right maybe he has to do like like addy mcdowd you know a bunch of good deeds in a small time for because his grandma has cancer and the love of his life will be able to fix her if he does all good deeds to raise the money for the school um what tropes missed also he yells out and beats some people up that are opposed to him that's really heavy uh-huh. he his girlfriend has cancer um, no his grandma oh, cancer. his oh. girlfriend's the nurse who he falls in love with okay i was like wow this is really getting grown up with the mister very mature uh mm-hmm. he, the fact that he has to beat someone up, I really like. I like you're kind of putting together a Sandler bingo card here. I I really want to make a Sandler bingo card. So the same things happen in every and by yeah. so many, I mean everything. You got time, he's buddy. He's definitely got a formula. So yeah. Oh my god, that just makes me think of him in like a chemistry lab coat and goggles and just pouring <laughs> different chemicals together and the reactions and like here's my garbage <laughs> formula goobity. He <laughs> found the Mr. perfect Deeds. ratio he found the perfect ratios of gobbities to goobities. Somehow he did, yeah. <laughs> uh, has there been a sequel to an Adam Sandler where he like plays the same character yes. again? Yes. We haven't done that yet, right? I would no. say just what is it? Just Grow, until Transylvania. Oh, and up and grown ups too. You're right. Okay. I haven't seen either of those. Oh, that that's mm. gonna be a dark time once we get. To <laughs> is that the only one where he gets a sequel? No uh, nine crazy nights. Definitely no nine crazy nights. Does he have another sequel though? I don't think so. Is there not? This movie seemed pretty standoff. Besides, uh, oh. He just recently got Murder Mystery 2 on Netflix. I don't know anything about those. 
And I told you they're you can't put them on the list because they're, <laughs> they're Netflix only. They're apparently good. Uh, like I've heard sure, watch it and have fun, and I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> that means we don't have to do Hubie Halloween, right? Was that we do not have Netflix? to do Hubie Halloween. That's Netflix okay. only, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. It's not terrible. I like Halloween movies. Uh, for being a Sandler flick, it's not. It's not the worst. Uh, there yeah. was, is no, there the not... first one. The first one is Grown Ups. Too. Is there not a is not uh, Anger Management too? Nope. Really? Okay. Huh. All right. Yeah. He he does one offs all the time. One offs. He doesn't go back. He tells all the. He mines. All the jokes out of every script. Because his formula left. can only hold up for one movie. Right. There's nothing left after he, after the Sandman is gun grinding through a script and sucking out all the funny. You don't want to see Jack and Jill and Jake, where like a surprise triplet shows up. <laughs> Jack and Jill's uncle or secret, that's my secret girl, triplet. Miss Mrs. Deeds. What the hell is that's my girl? Uh, a, a sequel to That's My Boy, where we find, where we oh, find out he had a girl, I thought too. you were just naming Adam Sandler movies, and I'm like, oh no, there's more than I thought. There's ones I haven't heard of. <laughs> Oof. Uh, wow. So, we're pretty much in, I'd say, the the first third of the, the Sandler-verse. Um, that's, that's, no, there's no, out of, we're out of the first third. Yeah, we're, for sure. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're into the meat of it from here on out. You're, you're right, Josh. We're going to see a lot of the standby, uh, punch drunk threw us for a loop. Cause he was, um, a little more intense in that one. He was very punchy. Yeah. And angry. It wasn't funny. Punchy. It was not funny. Punch Drunk Love was not a funny story. No, not at all. It was about stalking and abuse and relationships and toxic stuff. Uh, I, like I said, I've never seen this fully. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I'm not too hopeful, but I am looking forward to be it, it being more funny than the last one. I will say that I think we will start seeing more changes in the formula. He's going to be tweaking it more and more as we go on. Because like he's how maturing as an actor and a director. Yeah, right. Like he's getting older, so like he doesn't, you know. <laughs> I don't know. The jokes, the jokes change Do a they? little bit. All right, all right. Just like you were saying, like Billy Madison versus Mr. Deeds. Uh, one is like a little kid. One's like, you know. I was kind of being facetious there because it's adam sandler i, I don't think he ever changes i've seen some of his later movies surprise they're well you know what once he has kids they they take on a they do. dad vibe for sure that's what i mean a totally like it not not a normal human dad vibe but like a sandler dad vibe <laughs> don't take that as an insult out there if you're a dad i don't you're fine I, yeah. Whatever whatever Sandler is, it changes because he's had offspring, and like he him, they have to adapt to human ways as best they can, or mm -hmm. else get outed as the offspring of some uh, off-world species that communicates in strange gestures and gets a cult of people to follow him around and worship him in his movies. Is his kid's name also Adam Sandler? All of them are like all twelve. Well, every, all twelve every of them. Single, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> then his son becomes an actor director. 
All of them do. And like and like reboots all of his old movies, but it's him. Yeah. Like, watch out, Dad. I can do this better. I can do Billy Madison or Sandlot or sorry, it's water. I Wait. love that Sandlot <laughs> came up just because it's his name, Sandler. <laughs> but and you best believe those kids are in his movies. Oh, yeah. Oh except uh... the ones that have betrayed him and already started their own movie companies. <laughs> They're off the Christmas card list and off the director's call. Um, there's three of them. They're all named Adam Sandler. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get to it. We're no, gonna actually, Mr. Deeds from 2002. Actually, it's even worse. They're all alliterated. Oh, They're SSs. Like Adam and Adam and Sandler <laughs> Sandler. And then he kind of ran out of ideas and yeah. named them all like Vicky Vale and the names from his movies. <laughs> yes. You're Billy he Billy. You're he Madison, has a daughter. Madison. He has a daughter named Vicky Vale. One named Veronica Vaughn. Lucy one... Lawless. <laughs> Just because he liked that, he's like, "Ooh, she plays Zena and has alliteration in her name." <laughs> throw, throw that ring towards me. Uh, we're gonna get to it because we got to We got We gotta get through it. We gotta. We gotta do it. <laughs> we're here to do it. We gotta do it. It's our Let's deed go through it. uh-huh. to watch Mr. This is one of your good deeds to turn back oh, into I'm a real Oh, I am not world. calling this a good deed by any <laughs> means. This is a hellish uh, Dark Souls-esque Miyazaki environment where the deeds... To watch a hundred Sandler movies yeah. to go back to real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a black mirror. <laughs> And we're back, having done the deed. Mm-hmm. Dirty deeds. We did the dirty deed and watched this. This did not this come movie. cheap. This dirty deed um, took a lot out of me, boys. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. You didn't oh. like. You didn't like this one. Josh, did you like? How'd you How'd you feel about this deed being paid? I I like this possibly worse than <laughs> most. Yeah. Is because it started out almost cool. I, what did like, you like about the start? I like, uh, well, first of all, Sandler isn't in it for the first 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. You're like, um, whenever I thought this movie was about a cool old guy adventurer, I was in. Oh, yeah. Is he Mr. <laughs> Deeds? <laughs> but I, I I liked that um, when we see him, he's only one of the Sandler tropes, right? He's just the nice guy who's like the town favorite, and he reads bad greeting cards like slam poetry in the little local restaurant and i was like oh that's cute 
and then he gets to work and all the sand things just happen to him. Like, mm-hmm. like they looked at their watch and they're like, oh god, we gotta fill the sand quota quick. Give him some to punch, put a girl in front to fall in love with, like give him lots of money. Like they just shove everything onto him and then it just like turns into a normal Sandler movie, except he doesn't have a like a kitsch. Like he there's no twists. Right, he's not a water boy. I think he's what not a you're devil. saying is, is he doesn't have any flaws. Not even, not even flaws. He just has no. He he has Nothing no to make character. Interesting. Right? No he's character. not even like a businessman. Like that. Right, he's just it. like a dude that has money. He's a businessman. He owns a he owns a pizza parlor. Well, yeah, but they don't like. He doesn't get put in that position. I know it's, right? I know it's what not you're like saying. you know. To get the money, you have to be the serious businessman or whatever, and he has to like try to be a businessman and he's yeah bad. there was really not really like a whole bunch of stakes in this it was like oh hey look you're just getting 40 billion dollars which jesus christ there were some burgers but and he fries. doesn't even like do anything with it really not, he just kind of has pizza, it the whole but movie. no not a lot of stakes huh. there's a lot of pizza yeah uh it starts with some whimsical ass opening music i was like oh are, ooh, are we going to home alone um we start over some majestic mountains, and I'm like, maybe this will be like Cliffhanger, uh, future episode probably. Haven't done it yet. And Adam Sandler's Adam Cliffhanger. Adam Sandler's Cliffhanger. A lot of echoes in this, kind of like up in the Alps, but we're in Everest, and there's this rich old dude pushing forward all his. Uh, this movie makes no goddamn sense. There's a lot we'll talk about. This old guy. But right now, all we need to know is everyone around him is like, Sir, there's a storm coming. Stop. We're all heading back. This is dangerous and deadly. Bye. And he's like, No, I have to go ahead. The businessman's spirit demands it. Mm-hmm. And cut to him dead on the top of Everest and being airlifted out his corpse, frozen yeah, he, with his he, eyes open. He, he beat capitalism, so therefore he thought he was immortal. Yeah. He became capitalism. He didn't beat sure. it. Sure, he didn't beat it. That's right. Yeah, like he became the top of it. He owned forty billion dollars in stocks. That is so much money. Mm-hmm. It could have been forty that's billion like, and been fine. That's that's still a lot of money now. Like usually, whenever old movies are talking about a lot of money, you're just like, oh, that's not a lot of money. Well, that's the joke in. Austin Powers is uh, Dr. Evil comes back 20 years later, which is the time it's been since this movie came out, if you can believe it. Yep, I can. And uh, he's he's not like a hundred million or one million dollars. Like, yeah, you're right. Forty billion dollars is still a shit ton of money. Like you could buy Twitter with that money. Oh, for sure. You could buy a couple of them now. You could get get verified. Any color check mark you wanted. No, I'm uh, saying you actually just buy Twitter. Like, that's them, how much uh, it costs. Multiple social media <laughs> platforms could be bought with that amount of money. What did his company do? Did He's they say? A, yeah, he was like a. He owned news stations. It kind of seemed like a monopoly oh, okay. to me. Mm-hmm. And it a little bit. It seemed like when they were breaking it up, it was like, okay. They just own it. It's, it's a way, big conglomerate. It's a huge conglomerate. Okay. And. From the way this guy's acting in the beginning of the movie, I don't think he was that great of a businessman. I think he just got lucky. Or <laughs> inherited it himself. Because he's Maybe. risking his life to climb a mountain 
Well, why if it, he inherited it? Like, why didn't any of else of Adam Sandler's uh, ancestors? Uh, ancestors. <laughs> the Adam Sesterals. That's not the right word, but you know what I mean. Um, like, why Sandlers. didn't his mom? Why didn't his mom have money if his if his uncle inherited a bunch? Man, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not he was the last hair. living relative, right? So the yeah. parents were dead. His parents. Are no, dead. yeah, I'm just talking. I'm talking about like if he's ripping this hey, to pieces 40 mm, years ago. He's taking this. Back yeah, in why time. didn't they have the money earlier? Don't call yeah. me Mister Deeds. That's my father's name. But yeah. my mother didn't inherit un- uncle money. <laughs> Our yeah. uncle stole it from the family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our uncle stole 40 billion dollars from us. You should have just called this uncle money. <laughs> Then I would have known what was going on way quicker. Oh, uncle man. Money would be a good Adam Sandler movie title. If only I got some of that sweet Uncle Money. That sweet, sweet Uncle Money. <laughs> what would you buy with your Uncle Money, Josh? <laughs> uh, I, I, I would pay to stop making us watch Sandler movies. <laughs> you could do that right now. How much do you, you want? You could do that right now. No, that takes some serious <laughs> Uncle Money, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like this as a as a saying. Uh, we'll have to put it on some t-shirts. Uncle Money. You can have the Monopoly <laughs> Man on there, but it'll have like hippie dress. But he's got Sandler's face. No. If I got some that. Uncle Money, I'd definitely pay off all my student debt. Yeah, yeah the Uncle Money is good for and, that. First and foremost, that's where my Uncle Money's going, and then probably to like a trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. Nice, a big, a nice big trip. Oh yeah, the kind your uncle would have taken, uh-huh. with, like your new aunt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even gonna imagine I get this level of Uncle Money because I wouldn't want it. This is a lot of Uncle Money, <laughs> forty billion dollars. I... Like with the amount of money that he got, Sorry, like could whenever you it please, got found out. Could you please refer to it as Uncle Money here in the court? It's official okay. title. No. <laughs> whenever he got that amount of Uncle Money. Like forty billion dollars. The plot of this movie should have been him being like, "Oh, gobbity goobity, I'm worth forty billion dollars. Let me go walk down New York by myself." Oh no, I'm kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, it's like taken. Yeah. <laughs> or like he spends it all stupid. Like How he doesn't get the you? money till he does some ridiculous thing. Whenever oh, I saw, we gotta watch a good I, movie I, called Brewster's I was Millions. Really, that's what I was gonna say. I was hoping this is gonna be a Brewster's Millions, but it's not. You were hoping when you first saw this. Yeah. Tell us about that. What was your first experience with this movie? Uh, I mean, I saw this in theaters, oh, of course, wow. when it came out. You were How many uh, times did people love? laugh? Huh? Well, you both know. asked two questions. Okay, Sorry, Josh, one at a time. How many times during the movie did people laugh out loud? Uh, too long ago, I don't remember. Okay, okay unfortunate. You were, you were fresh off of Punch Drunk Love and looking to see Sandler back in the comedy verse? Yeah. I was disappointed by Punch Drunk Love because I was an Adam Sandler head, and that was not what I liked in the Adam Sandler movies back then. So this, you're you like, know, you're like little Justin going to the theater and just like, oh, he's gonna return to the true form. The art. little Justin, I think this is my, f- uh, this is like middle school, middle school, middle school Justin. So did you drag your parents with you to this, or would it have been friends at that time? Probably friends. I didn't go to the movies with my parents a whole lot. Oh, even in middle school? Yeah. Oh. I didn't have, like, my parents kind of gave me free reign. Yeah, latchkey kid. <laughs> uh, I would have gone to more movies on my own had there been a movie theater in town or close by. 
Yeah. They're, they're just... I, I did have that, so... Oh, I would have spent all summer at the goddamn movie theater if, if uh, there was one in town and there was like a dollar theater. Forget Where do you it. think I spent my summers watching all of those sports kids summer movies? And this one, apparently. And this one. I don't know what time of year this one came out, but it seems kind of like this seems kind of like a winter movie. Oh, the poster right here says June twenty eighth. Oh, summer movie. There you go. Uh, this probably made you real hungry for pizza. Yeah, that's the one thing it did for me. I'll say. Sure. Not as much as like say the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but oh yeah, no way. Um, before we go to meet Sandler, we're still without Sandler. It's the glorious first ten minutes of the movie, and I. <laughs> uh, Winona Ryder shows up, and I was like, oh, okay, one one good thing about this movie. And then you realize, oh, man, that means that's his love interest. Of course, of course. <laughs> Either that or his long-lost sister. I mean, come on. Yeah, and did you catch her name? Babe Bennett. No fucking way. Uh-huh. Her name is Babe? Yep. I didn't catch that. Wow. Babe, pig in the city? Babe? <laughs> Babe Bennett. That's her name. Wow, she's a little just more waiting. subtle, Sandler. <laughs> she's just waiting for some toxic goo to spill on her, so she becomes a superhero with that name. That is incredible. Um, Did you guys think that every guy in the movie was just calling her babe? Yes. Holy <laughs> shit! I actually have notes that say that. Yes, I was like, wow, her coworkers not only sexually harassing her, like when she is like. Where there are actual instances of it, but he's also calling her babe constantly, like at uh-huh. work. Uh-huh. And that wasn't that's her name. Of, that wasn't out of character for him. Yeah, that's that's her name. I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. 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 Oh, this other girl, her name is uh Honey Hash. <laughs> <laughs> hey honey, babe, uh that's that's Toots over there. Toots McClellan. Yeah, uh, yeah it starts with a T. No. Toots, uh, Tutelini or something like that. My name's Tracy. Nah, it's Toots now because I got uncle money and you got to listen to what <laughs> I say. Uh, <laughs> Josh, have you watched any Stranger Things? Uh, no, I haven't actually. Really? Oh, oh it's really good. That's it's, got it's, D- like... it's D&D related too. I, I think know, it could be all over I, that. I just haven't gotten good. I hear it's good for at least Oh, you're waiting seasons. for, I know. You want it to end first. I think at this point, yeah. yeah it's it's on its last right. season, right? Who knows? Yeah. Next the last season is the There'll next, probably be is... a spin off or two, but yeah. No, there is, but the uh, the show proper will okay. end next uh, season. Uh she is also in that and does a excellent job, especially oh, yeah. in this newer season. It's fantastic. Have we done a movie with her yet? Uh have we done Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> have you seen that one? I haven't. What? Seen the cartoon show, but no. Maybe wow. that'll go on the Halloween list. That should. That's a really fun one. Uh, oh, Edward Scissorhands, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another one I want to do with her, Heathers. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so I don't... This is a good movie, too. This is not a good movie she's in. No, this movie is really hard to watch because there's absolutely nothing to it. It's really boring. Uh, thanks, Justin, for. How how do you make a guy getting forty billion dollars so boring? You do nothing with him. He literally like there was. Okay, like, we each have our theory how you ruin that. Josh, you can go first. How do you ruin it? <laughs> yeah, what if you gave a guy for? 
dollars. All right, what what could he do with it? How about nothing? Like, <laughs> how about he just falls in love and that's it? <laughs> like he doesn't like run town, spend that crazy. He doesn't like okay use his position as a businessman to do anything that crazy. Did he, he like, did he buy everyone in his town cars? Yes. Yes, at the end. Yes. Okay. His that's name, one thing. Adam but that's Sandler. not during the movie. That's when the movie. We over. finally get to him. His name is Longfellow Deeds. And we get this line. Weird he name. wins the genetic lottery. Uh, he's a good he old lo- country boy who owns a pizzeria. And everyone in town fucking loves him. Yeah. He just, he's just, a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I will say I did like uh, Peter Gallagher playing Chuck Cedar, the bad guy. Oh, you know he's a bad guy right away. But yeah, he. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, now all I can think of is uh, Chuck Cedar, and I'm like, but he's not here yet, Justin. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, oh, the the poetry. We meet him before we meet him before we meet Longfellow, don't we? We meet well, the two businessmen first. Yeah. I was gonna read about his poetry because he, I believe, Adam Sandler did write this himself. Of course he did. He wrote a lot of this himself, and I think he wrote it in crayon, like that guy says at dinner later, Peter Longfellow. <laughs> that that was the connection I was trying to make. There it is. He's the one who jokes about him writing it in crayon, I believe. Okay. Uh, so they take like a company helicopter, the, the representatives of the company, one of them being Longfellow. No, um, God damn it. Now I am all messed up. Who's the bad guy? Peter... Gallagher? That's that's the actor. He played Chuck, Chuck Cedar. Chuck Cedar, another alliteration. There we yep. go. Okay. Uh, Chuck Cedar and Cecil Anderson playing Eric Avari ride the company helicopter into town. And... They're going to find this mysterious uh, last surviving heir. Yeah. And he's just he's the star of the town. Uh, Everybody loves him. Yeah, it's not as interesting as Waterboy. You think it's because he gives away free pizza? Where he's gross. It's not as interesting as Little Nicky, where he's gross, but has like a heart of gold. Uh, I think he's a genuinely nice guy, but I don't think people would care that much in real life. And a lot It's of, a pretty small town. A lot of things are blown out of proportion. Sure, I've I've been to small towns and you're not a fucking hero if you deliver pizza. I mean Like with how they were framing how good of a guy he was. You think he as saved soon the as, babies every As week. soon as he got forty billion dollars, he's gonna be like, I solved world hunger, take it. Yeah. And he, <laughs> and he doesn't. There's a he lot doesn't do that. There's a lot he does of, not do of that. money in here that's really strange. Uh and saying something <laughs> a lot of his friends are in this movie um one of them is playing a dude who works at the pizza place who called in sick and he's so nice that he comes uh, peter dante he compliments peter dante on his sick voice and is like you could be a radio actor with that voice peter dante in some weird fat suit for some reason you think so absolutely that was strange yeah it was very clearly a fat suit. I mean, not like a whole suit, but he definitely was wearing something on his gut. Okay. Just, I guess, the local stoner who eats too much pizza is what they were going for? I guess so. Steve Buscemi's back, and he's playing Crazy Eyes. Mm-hmm. He gets a pizza with french fries and Oreos on it because he's really kooky, but Adam Sandler he's... loves everyone. He's kind of like yeah. Pizza Jesus in this town. 
He is. That's what I'm going to say. Everybody loves him because he gives free pizza. I never saw him charge once. He brought this dude a pizza in prison because Crazy Eyes bit somebody? Yeah, because the, they were trying to control his mind or waving. <clears throat> um, When Adam Sandler is introduced to these guys and they're like, hey, you have more money than should be physically, than is physically possible. Like we, <laughs> this amount of money would probably take multiple trucks to deliver if you wanted it in cash. Um, but it's also just in stocks. So it's kind of weird. And also you could like own a space station with this kind of money. Like, this is fantasy money, how much we have for you. I love that this movie's, like, dangling $40 billion in front of him, and that's, like, the bad deal. Yeah. Right? Like, the bad deal is him taking, is him getting $40 billion. Like, that couldn't solve every problem you've ever thought of on Earth. Um, but, no. What really, they're trying to cheap him out. Because the company is, I guess, worth more than $40 billion. It's That's just... A gigantic company, Justin, that his uncle built from the bootstraps up. Oh, uh, yeah. He employs 50,000 people under him. And all those people, they make so much money for him that he has $40 billion. That's how important yeah. those people are under him. Uh-huh. And how much so he, important. He cares Just like John Turturro's character. He's so important. Because... That's his... I'm sorry. I guess that is kind of the twist of the movie. There is a twist. It It's kind of nothing. Like Josh said, there's no twist. Uh... <laughs> I did like John Turturro in this movie. Oh, yeah. The, the character actors are fine. The people around him, like always, it's... They're competent actors, usually, but they got nothing to do. He He's given a foot fetish and a strange accent. And he's very, very sneaky. He's very sneaky. I do like how sneaky he is. Josh, do you like how sneaky he was? It was okay. I think he's right behind you. Mm-hmm. Do you think? I got, I, that was a gag that they continued throughout the whole movie that I appreciated. The fact that like they never once movie. dropped it. Yeah. They never once dropped it. It was like a, a constant gag. No matter how many people he was in front of, I liked it. I liked that mm-hmm. a lot, too. Uh, it's Because that's a comedy movie right there. That's a move you do when you're trying to make people laugh, is have jokes <laughs> and make them consistently. My notes at this point when they take the helicopter out of town are, God, I am not looking forward to this at all. And, wow, a lot of people came to say goodbye. I thought there was going to be a twist where people are like, holy crap, he's finally out of here, we can relax. Like, he was super anal or something and kept this town under his boot heel, or he's actually... You should have seen what happened to me the last time I didn't show up for his card reading. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear about it for three months, he didn't do anymore, and he, like, burnt down three different barns and a church. Like, yeah, I thought he was just a menace, and people are like, he's gone we're free. He's New York's problem now, just like King Kong. Strap him to a boat, take him away, and he's their fucking problem. Mm-hmm. They can sacrifice a babe to him every month or whatever. He does go they to do, New York, right? They do sacrifice a babe to him. And he goes to New York. This is a King Kong movie, Josh. <laughs> Great. He's a god to these people. 
Well, I mean... When he comes back, he sure is. Yeah, for sure. He has god-level money, by, but by, like... And status. The, the they love him. This movie. He's a prophet. Yeah. A, car, a Hallmark wannabe greeting card prophet. Wow, yeah. Only, only Renota Wider tries to take advantage of the fact that he just became... I mean, I guess the she other sure two... Does. The guys tried to, like, screw him out of running the company, I guess, also kind of do it. Yeah. But she's, like, the only one that's, kind like... Of. That's, like... Uh, it's so weird. I don't so know weird. if they're kind of trying to screw him, or they're like, I don't know if he should run a company. I'm just saying. Here's $40 billion. Even Cecil Anderson's character has a throwaway line whenever they arrive in New York on his helicopter. He's like, congratulations, you just became the most eligible bachelor in New York. Yep. This is the least amount of Adam Sandler, like, wooing women that we've seen. And, like... The most reason they should be. The most just, reason. Like, throwing themselves <laughs> at his feet. Like, canonically, for the movie's sake, he should have written yes. that into the movie. It would have made sense. Like, a montage of weird dates would have been funny. Like, oh, here's all the big city girls that are, like, too... Right, and him him just, like, effortless, effortlessly, like, you know, being, spotting their, the, their bullshit because their apparently he's good at that, right? Being, he's charming, and, like, he keeps spotting Winona Ryder while she's taking paparazzi pictures or something, and they, <laughs> they make eye contact and smile, and she's like, could I get the inside scoop? And he's like, hey, why not? Because I don't know paparazzi... Are... No, instead they make the paparazzi out to be even more ridiculous than they actually are, which I didn't yes. think was possible. A, a Machiavellian plot <laughs> to rip his heart out and like spy on him. First of all, Alan Covert is doing uh, Covert is doing some amazing character acting and costume work in this. When you think this is where he earned uh, Grandma's boy? Oh, being the getting the shit kicked out of him being the tennis ball boy like all these bit parts he played in this just kissing his ass i think yeah this is why he got grandma's boy maybe it was a passion project from the start what grandma's boy but how could it be like that's such a like of the time concept a video game tester yeah i mean i re i still love that movie i rewatched it recently i i still love it it's been a while I'm probably me, always liking will. it um he stops for fast food on the way, and it's like, oh, the product placement has begun, and it will not stop. This is a true Adam Sandler movie. Check that off your bingo card, Josh. Mm -hmm. Just product placement. Product placement. That That's almost the free space in the middle, because you know it's going to be there <laughs> heavy. He it's knows... not gobbity goobities. I'm, I'm, you know, that wasn't just Adam Sandler's There was a little gobbity goobity in this. We'll get to it. Uh He's a he's a man's man though. He's a dude. He knows about football. He finds out he owns the Jets, the team, and then for some reason we get a David Bowie sing along on the helicopter, and everybody's getting into it. But the bad guy, uh, he's like, "Stop it! Stop singing!" Because I'm obviously the bad guy. <laughs> uh, Did you was he, was Adam Sandler doing an accent in this movie? I don't think so. I think that's Sandler through and through. Maybe it felt like he was trying to change it a little bit to me in parts. He's but I'm not up. sure. He's maturing. Uh, did you catch this line when they get to New York? He's like, "It is an honor to come to the greatest city in the world." Mm -hmm. He's oh, this is just another movie where we are sucking New York's dick. 
hard. He loves it. He loves New York. And I gotta commend the paparazzi here with their James Bond moves when he first gets off the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, he's right. That dude, that dude deserves it. Yeah. He's gonna get a hundred <laughs> grand or whatever this dude says for a picture. Good. He takes a photo, dives off a building, and opens a parachute. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't even be mad. Uh, Alan like... Covert. Oh, this is the first <laughs> part. He's in in disguise. He's uh, the helicopter landing pilot. But yeah, this, this is whenever he hears some stuff this about him. This fucking and... curly blonde wig that he has on in this movie. <laughs> what the hell? Like that. That belongs in a comedy movie. Mm-hmm. And this was not. But this is this slide kind of made this this instance did make me chuckle where uh, Chuck Cedar was like talking about the graphic ways he'd like to kill the dude God, that just got away with the throat slit. And he, like Alan Cover <laughs> looks at him and just, just like, like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he keeps. OK, he gets home. We meet Emilio. John Turturro, he's very sneaky. I love how sneaky he was. He's, and Adam Sandler's going around hugging all of the help, getting mm-hmm. to know them. Uh, Ruben is the elevator guy. I like the line where he, he meets Emilio, and he's like, well, I don't want a servant, but I'll take you as my friend. And Emilio's like, but you're still going to pay me, right? Right. I still <laughs> have to do things for you, and you're still going to pay me for it. So... This is kind of his Alfred. Yeah. Ooh. What if when Sandler is like older and gray, he gets buff and takes on the role of a Bruce Wayne? <laughs> like a more mature. You know, he's eventually going to be in a Marvel movie. It's well, unless that franchise bombs, which it kind of seems like it's starting to do. We'll see. Yeah. You can only hold up those green screens for so long before your arms get tired. Um, so yeah, I oh man, do I want to see him as the Batman now? As much as I dislike Batman, because it'd be a serious I just role. I want to hear Adam Sandler's Batman voice. Yeah, like see a serious, serious role as Batman. It's just like trying not <laughs> with this past. Um, his big home is really echoey. Yes, very, very echoey. I I was okay with this joke. Where everyone, I didn't laugh, out. but I was, I just kind of nodded. And this old guy says "boob," mm-hmm. and then more people come out, and there's like twenty people, and it's like, holy shit! How does one guy need this many servants? He doesn't. He doesn't. That's the point. Yeah. Uh, at this point, already there's a ton of needle drops. Like every two minutes, it seems like we're getting another song, and they're all '90s bangers we get some dave matthews band we get some counting crows uh we get some david bowie of course that's not as 90s some weezer and Mm. what's the other big one oh lit lit was the other one i was like oh that squarely places this in like late 90s early to some ben Quiller. there was a joke in this um we talked about it a little bit where adam sandler goes to like a high society highfalutin dinner and he meets like an opera house singer, a guy who works for the the New Yorker, and they're all just kind of clowning on him. Oh yeah. Um, I lost my. It's, train a, of it's a total dinner for schmucks. Yeah, but then he leaves, and he meets this guy John McEnroe. Who's this? He's a famous tennis player who had a temper 
uh, he would throw his racket and ha I think he was on a lot of cocaine at the time. He would rage it, and he was like the bad boy of tennis is what his nickname was. Hey, no idea who this was. E any of the time, the two times I've watched this movie and this bit happened, I'm like, I don't know who this is. It's really strange because <laughs> he tells him he's going to show him the side of New York no one else gets to see. And then they yeah. get a bunch of fucking cheap ass Budweiser and eggs and toilet paper and just sit in an alley throwing them at cars. Uh-huh. That seems like the side of New York everybody sees. That seems like the side you could easily <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <clears throat> One thing that got me kind of excited is when he wakes up in the mansion in the morning and there's the fruit punch water fountain. Mm -hmm. I was like, that be, that could lead that to was... something interesting, like a secret chamber or weird kooky things his uncle had hidden. Because he was a fucking kooky guy. He yeah, he was a 98 or 82-year-old man who had a Hawaiian punch water fountain. I'm surprised he wasn't dead way earlier. But... Uh... <laughs> I thought he'd find, like, maybe a secret room, a treasure trove of, like, artifacts and, like, a life spent adventuring and helping people. And Sandler would be like, wow, if he did it, maybe I could do it and take some that time to travel. That would have been something that happened, It though. would have been something. It, it wasn't that. It was Adam Sandler slid down a banister and broke through a table and found a secret journal that really didn't add to a whole lot until It, it was the, the MacGuffin. The until the end yeah. of the movie, yeah. Um... He... We meet Jared Harris. He's the the he plays Mac McGrath, the guy who like uh, owns and reports the news that that Renona Ryder is collecting. Oh, before we get to the news company, him and John Turturro are still in the house, and there is one of my least favorite scenes of any movie in this, and it was in the trailer for this, and I think it's one of the big reasons I didn't see this when it came out. Oh, the foot thing? Adam Sandler takes his shoe off, and he just has a dead black foot that has, like, frostbite damage. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, first off, that would kill you, because it's gangrenous. Uh, yeah. Get that amputated. And then he's like, go ahead and stomp on it. Jump on it. And it's like, why? And he's like, oh, you'll have so much fun. It'll be hilarious. He's and like, my friends do this all the time. I'm like, oh, my God. And all his bones in his foot would be shattered. Yeah. He'd have you, blood poisoning from it being, like, dead and infected and necrotic. It would smell like absolute hell. <laughs> no way he would ever get... Even with 40... I don't know if 40 billion... Would 40 billion dollars negate that in the dating scene? Yeah, you'd just get a peg leg. Or, like, if you're an extension... But I'm saying if he kept it. You can, like, oh, he, he has it. You can't. You can't it's keep there. it. You're dead. You're just dead. <laughs> you have blood poisoning. You have, like, necrotized fasciitis. You're dead. You Your body has rebelled against you. Um, so and, you're saying that Adam Sandler is a zombie in this movie. Why not? <laughs> Nothing happens. He's... Oh my god, I hate it. Because uh, John Turturro, he's like, take that thing over there and wang on it a bit. And he gets the fire poker and hits it a bunch of times. And they're just laughing up a storm. And then he stabs it and they both scream. And it's like, haha, got you. Not really. I don't feel anything. Uh, but I'm still bleeding out and dying. Maybe. Maybe there's no blood in it anymore. It's that dead. Uh, <laughs> Idle foot. But he kept it. Like a vestigial foot? 
Yeah. Um, oh, I, I hate it. I just, I'd never like this scene. Does it haunt your dreams? It's just bad. Every part about it's bad and just not funny to me. That's just the line that Don Contatoro says. Right, right. <laughs> it's, um... Okay, so back to the news reporter's office. Winona Ryder is a producer and an investigative reporter, Babe Bennett, and she works for Marty Allen Covert. And no, she does not work for him. I don't think. Oh, I think well, they're... she works with him. You're right. You're right. There's she works for Mac works. McGrath. Yeah, and this is another like, alliteration. I don't get this because in this world, this seems to be the only news station people listen to. It's like a TMZ. But that, that people take seriously. But also the only news. Yeah. They're like, oh, what's happening on the news tonight? Do you think it'll be about our friend again? <laughs> and everyone's watching it from New York. Even people, even people in his hometown. That's what I was gonna say. These weird yeah. cutbacks to people in his hometown watching him at a funeral. When is the last time you saw a funeral of anyone other than the fucking queen broadcast on anything? <laughs> it just doesn't happen. I know this dude. Right. Is... If it's not going to happen for Robin Williams, it's not going to happen for anybody else. It's not. Yeah. You have to be high up royalty for it to happen <laughs> in this country, at least. And we don't even have a queen. I maybe if a president died, they'd cover it on the news. I don't know. They cover it for they sure. They cover it, but not the funeral. Like you wouldn't have a live cam for the entirety of the. I funeral. think we would. I think we would. I don't. I think you'd get some people commenting on it. You'd get a retrospective, maybe. You'd get a really f good fluff piece on what they did as a president. I don't. Nah, man. We're gonna see long? the cameras roll him going into the ground. No. No, I dare you to find footage of any of the last three presidents to die on any news network. Like, full... But, like, in office? Oh, in office? I'm talking in office. Mm. Not ex-presidents. Ooh. Like, I'm... if someone dies while they're actually president, we're seeing that funeral on, on TV. I'm, I'm going to type in right now, was JFK's funeral broadcast? Oh, that's a good, that's a good one to to test this theory on uh josh build this josh vamp vamp fill the space <laughs> damn okay kennedy's funeral was broadcast on november 25th uh -huh. 1963 well also they had one tv station back then justin <laughs> i'm talking about nowadays uh it's 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 estimated that 180 million people tuned in so you got pretty good ratings yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah, I I'm still holding to my point. I don't. That was back in 1960 something. I don't uh -huh. think that would happen today. Well, my I I feel like my strength, my argument got strengthened. So it could get strengthened. It doesn't mean it's right. Wasn't uh, <laughs> <laughs> have to wait till it happens because it will. <laughs> oh, uh, cut that. Edit it. <laughs> All of a sudden, the fucking uh, secret service is knocking at your door. <laughs> They're listening. They're the ones who are listening. The CIA stationed in France. All the letter stations. So the reason I thought Marty was just saying, calling Winona Ryder babe is because when she dyes her hair blonde, the first thing he says is, you look so fucking hot as a blonde. And then he's like, babe, mm -hmm. babe.
I couldn't tell oh. if they used to date or if she like maybe one date. But every man was calling her babe. But also their relationship is really strange because he's constantly coming on to her. Uh Oh yeah, it's definitely like a There was a history of her spending the zone. night at his place and waking up with him like breathing heavily over her too. Yeah, though he claims it was because he couldn't find his inhaler. Mm. Uh, the way he's acting every other time, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But there, I'm saying the the movie's framing that yeah, as like yeah. he's like a friend zone guy. As much as I hate that term, sure. But Sandler's gonna use those tropes. Mm-hmm. They're setting him up to save a lady, so that he falls in love with her. They heard that that's how his father met his mother. That's how he wants to meet a lady, which is kind of strange because inherently you have, you have to hope for the universe to put a lady in danger. Yep. And then hope that you can save her. Mm-hmm. There's other romantic ways to meet. If they die, she's not the one. Ah, it's like a witch trial. I get it now. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's setting the bar pretty high. It's like later, to skip ahead when she's drowning in the lake, he's like, I don't think she's the one anymore. Uh, oh, just... God, she's actually drowning. He kind of lets her. Uh, that seems dark. Uh, so Marty is assaulting her in the street and very happy to do so. It's it's really gross on his part. But Adam Sandler just beats the ever-loving crap out of him, just hitting him over and over and oh. over. This scene happened after the football player scene. Oh, you want to go back to the meet, the business meeting real quick? Because they... Uh, yeah, so there's like a secret business meeting where Chuck's like, listen, I'm about to own this company. I don't technically yet, but I will in like a couple days, and we're going to fucking sell all of it. Uh, yeah, that's what he's talking to these... We're going to mega corporation up. That's what he's... Doers. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to break up a monopoly because we're the bad guys. Um, anyway, Justin, this benevolent uh, company employs 50,000 people I, uh-huh. to make one person a multi-mega billionaire rich mm-hmm. angel I, star I, of God. 50,000 people. That's Does everybody who works under him make multiple million dollars? I doubt it. No, they're, they're like the people grinding away at this news station. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're everyone. They're like a significant portion of New York. Just schlubs. We know that they're not treating them well because we know what he does to his own fucking son. Oh. Well, not even that, but it's it's uh, it's framed in a jokey way, like a Costanzo way. Like, I have so much power that, oh, this maid, she's just entranced by my charisma, my uh-huh. employee. She doesn't, uh-huh. she doesn't feel pressure in any way. I'm sure she doesn't. Uh, I hate it. I hate this yeah. movie's view of capitalism and how like benevolent his super rich uncle is. Yeah, he wasn't very good. At anything, and we see that constantly, and he's... Like, the one thing oh, I'll give him is he got company. to the top of the mountain before he died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You gotta punch God right in the dick from the tallest mountain <laughs> on earth. I did it. So um, he's in a business meeting. He's not a businessman, which is the joke. But mm-hmm. he's like, I'm a good guy, and I want to do good. And they're like, ha ha ha. Okay. And uh, 
one of the people who plays football under them comes in and they're like, he's the multiple Heisman trophy winner. He's the best player in the whole industry. We have mm-hmm. to be nice to him. And we get this whole thing about like, oh, you better not swear in front of ladies because I'm a. I watched, I watched this boy. on YouTube, so it was edited. Yeah. So I didn't get the curse words. So this scene was kind of unintentionally made funnier. Why was it edited? Because it was like for TV. Because it was on YouTube. YouTube. I watched it on YouTube TV. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if you rented it on YouTube, it's PG thirteen. They don't edit movies. They're not. No, I watched it on. I watched it on YouTube TV. So it was like the TV edit. So it was him not cursing, and then Adam Sandler getting mad at him for cursing and committing acts of violence and assault. <laughs> Because this guy said some bleep bloops on the TV, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, yeah. And this is portrayed... And it wasn't as... like the ones where they bleeped it. They, like, replaced the word. Mm-hmm. So it was like, this is bull spit. And then he hits him. <laughs> and Adam Sandler hits him. And it's it's portrayed as a good lesson. <laughs> this I will say, violence. that's not in the movie, but unintentionally it made that scene funnier. Of course. And this leads to more comedy of domestic abuse when his dad finds that out. Oh, yeah, that was so funny, right, guys? Oh, I just love how the response to cursing is just more violence, yeah. Uh Uh, (laughs) Uh-huh. And shame and regret. Uh, But it teaches him a lesson, and he's like, I better not ask for more money because I'm permanently injuring my body playing a sport that's known to cause all sorts of ailments. (laughs) Like, more every year. And yeah, I, I'm the best at this. I shouldn't I shouldn't ask for more. Yeah, I'm making them so much money that they have Adam Sandler. He's a billionaire now, and I should be thankful for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we're only a third of the way through the movie when he first saves her, and she says she's from Winchestertonville, Iowa. I did like this gag. This is a continuing gag that worked for me. Everything with her works for me because she's a good actor. Like, when she's reading his stupid poem at the movie, I was like, oh, that's kind of getting to me because she knows how to read things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, uh, he, when he reads things, it's like another SNL skit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm saying, like, even whenever he, like, took her there and, like, and they that found the house that yeah. was the same, I thought that was a good bit. Right. Uh, I also have a note. Stop telling people about the money. You're going to get yourself killed. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's walking around New York just like, hi, I'm so-and-so. This is my full name and address. Um, I just inherited $40 billion in case Here's you Here's my wondering. social security number. Uh, if you want to come into my house and take champagne and paintings, that's just fine. Come back anytime. Yeah, bring your friends. I didn't like that he gave – or that the homeless guy took paintings because those are going to be hard to get any sort of profit on. Yeah. Take. I'm going to give this guy cash. Yeah, or jewelry at the very like at the most at the most but he's also going to get ripped off if i give him jewelry he has to flip, right he has to flip it somewhere i'm and, just saying like adam sandler probably didn't get handed cash he handed people cash constantly that's my problem with it he goes oh out to he dinner, did he did he goes out to dinner yeah and it's he gives kids. like 20 10 million dollars that one i'm okay with i give the kids money for bikes that's fine spread the wealth <laughs> What I'm not okay with is when they go to dinner and he gives this super rich old couple $20,000 or $50,000 because it's their anniversary. And it's like, okay, they don't need any more money. 
they're decked out in jewels at a fancy restaurant. A nice sentiment, but I don't know. Make sure people have food and housing and like right. clothes before you give it to this rich couple. Uh, I like this line where he's talking about how Stephen King came through their town one time. And the one guy who wasn't too afraid to talk to him was a gas station attendant who then lost 200 pounds overnight. That's a better movie. Like, make a comedy about Stephen King without his permission and see what happens. (laughs) Oh, you'll get fucking cursed. (laughs) Uh, Oh, you found a bingo card, huh? I made one. Oh, you made that. Nice. Hell Yeah. yeah, Josh has made a bingo card for this and future episodes. Awesome. We'll, have to we'll put that out before we start posting these. We'll post it to the uh, Have You yeah, Seen Facebook. Yeah, all you next can get your bingo cards ready. That's awesome. Oh, I'm going to print one out. I <laughs> uh, can't even like keep it straight what's fucking going on because nothing happens. He's just a manufactured, super likable, nice guy who everyone at this news company is trying to screw over the businessmen you say are trying to screw him over by giving him forty billion dollars. Sure, mm-hmm. we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow, I just, I just that's not what I'm saying. That's how the movie frames of it. Of course, I didn't mean you. I, I meant you as in the movie, uh, not you, Justin. Uh, <laughs> this there's just nothing to it. Like as much as I hated his other movies, he had to overcome something in this one he's handed the keys to the fucking kingdom in the first 10 minutes and his Mm -hmm. only moral quandary is do i like put myself in a business deal that i really have no business messing with because i don't know what's going on right the whole stakes is like oh am i gonna give up this company that i don't know what i'm doing with and what is with when a um, writer's character drinking a beer at her desk at work? I think that was just for the joke of her saying that she's doesn't that she's right. raised not to drink alcohol. Sure. And she happened to say it at work, so they weren't even thinking about it. And also because he's Adam Sandler and he's been doing this for so long, so like drinking at work is probably normal to him. It's another Budweiser. Everybody's drinking Bud in this. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, not not to judge you if you have a beer at work. It's just you never see that in a movie from this time period or after. If anything, they'd be smoking at work or have like a martini sure. lunch. But a beer I, it at was your desk just at work was shocking joke. in a movie. Just for that joke, 100%. Uh, oh my god, this scene, I'm surprised, didn't get him killed. There's a fire, and he's like, let's go to the fire. We don't know how many miles away it is because this is New York. Oh, so this wait real quick. This date they go on. I just wanted to bust out a little bit of trivia. Yeah. Uh, so Renata Wire broke her arm during the scene where they rode down the stairs on the bike. Holy shit! Yeah. Maybe don't do that. Wow. Why didn't we get that in the movie? Like the fall. Keep it in. <laughs> Keep it in. I mean, just that's start crying. I, no, just the <laughs> fall. Like if you're if you're making a slapstick comedy, make. Like, that's what you do when stuntmen okay. get hurt, injured. It probably wasn't a funny-looking fall. Oh, I still kind of want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you do when stuntmen get hurt, is you keep that fucking take. Sure. And you'd think they'd do that for Winona Ryder. If I was her, I'd be like, you you do that, and you make it look funny <laughs> to the editor. Or just to Sandler, grab him by his big old collar. <laughs> so, 
what almost got him killed here in New York is in the year 2002, running up to a burning building and saying, wow, these firemen are too much of pussies to go inside. I guess I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah, I'm shit. Killed on the, the spot. In 2002? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're going to do that to the firemen of New York? And they're going to laugh about it and be like, wow, that guy's a true hero. Yeah, this guy's a real hero. Us New York firemen, we we, we don't have our metal tested at all. Yeah, nothing's ever happened where we had to run into a burning building to save people. But he's so brave, <laughs> he's going to climb it on the outside and save some cats and a crazy lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is just too much. Uh, once you get over, yeah, this was filmed before nine eleven, and then they like they just didn't change it. Why would you ever put this scene out? Why would this scene? <laughs> why would you have a scene where the firemen are like, "Nah, that lady can just die," and they're like not helping, and he's like, "I'll save everyone." It's so fucking it, tone it, deaf. Insane. It is insane. Like, wow, I'm surprised the Fireman Union didn't, like, ban this movie. Or <laughs> fucking, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a couple of fires start in the theater while it's playing and nobody comes to help for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Uh, I do like this mini game he has to play of finding the kitties and throwing mm-hmm. them out the window. This seemed like a game you would you would play, Josh. <laughs> What I liked at first was that he was, like, gingerly dropping them onto the thing, and then, like, two cats, and he's just chucking them from halfway across the room. This is the one thing in the movie that made me laugh, is these cats (laughs) flying out the window, and obviously, like, puppet cats hitting a trampoline and then bouncing in different directions. One of them gets caught by a dog. One, Yeah, and then rescued. (laughs) One of them flies in. Oh, here's Rob Schneider. He's in the movie. He recognized the character? No. It's a character we've seen before. Who is it? He was the delivery man friend in Big Daddy. Wow. Continuity, Same character. Huh? In New York, too. So that's where that they okay. both take place there. Sure. Same character. All right. Just like he also plays the guy who goes, you can do it, in a couple different movies. You know, uh, trivia, we're never going to do this movie, The Animal. Adam Sandler plays that character because Rob Schneider is the lead of that movie. I know. So I've Adam, seen it. I'm, I'm telling the audience and Josh, Adam Sandler's the you can do it guy. If you ever want to see him do that, mm. <laughs> it is you know spread his vast actor wings. The animal is better than all of these movies. It's not better than all I of know. these movies. It's better than a couple of these movies. But the really hot, the hot chick. Oh, the hot chick is what I was thinking. The hot chick, Rob Schneider's other movie, is quite good because he's not in it for a lot of it, and once it gets to his part, he's playing a, a hot chick. Uh, what is it? Like a mean girl. Uh, it's, uh-huh. it's literally the mean girl from Mean Girls. Um, he's like, it's a body swap movie. It's fantastic. I rewatched it recently. It totally holds up. It's Rob Schneider's best movie. I loved it. Uh, all right. So... Better than uh, better than Demolition Man? Yes. Because that's not Rob Schneider's. He just has a bit role in that. Uh, he just, if he was the one to teach us how to use the seashells, maybe. Maybe. Like, you know, maybe. 
Like if there was a cutaway, like you get in RoboCop, and it's just a tutorial video made by the Seashell Company. Sure. And, like, and it's a song to help you remember for like school kids. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so news companies recut this footage of him saving the kitties and then the woman to make it look like he's killing her cats they add splat sound effects it was fucking hilarious and then raping her i guess assaulting her yeah uh, uh yeah in truth it he fell and it was awkward he fell between her legs in a sex what i write here in my notes uh in a sex position is how they fell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you checked your notes. uh, In the movie, (laughs) she was like, thank you for saving me and gave him kisses all over his face in the news. I was really, I really was expecting and phantom thought that she was going to say some line about like how happy she was that they were in that position. I mean, she's still, that seemed, she's happy to be alive. No, but you know what I mean. Like, her making a joke of being like, oh, sure. yeah, this guy's on top of me like that. Like, oh, if he, that was ooh, a joke yeah. made, she would have been the one to have made it, not him, because that's how Adam Sandler does that. He's way too humble in this role, too. He's way less horny in this role than he's ever been. He is. Yeah, for sure. This is He's kind just of looking for love, not, 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 being, not being horny. He's uh, he's narrating an instant messenger chat with his friend from the pizza place back home. Yeah, um, this actress who I know from Two and a Half Men. Definitely not her first appearance on the show. I, I believe she has a couple of bit roles in other movies we've done. Too. For sure. Conchata Farrell is her name. Yeah, I've seen way too much Two and a Half Men. Yeah, me too. Back when I had uh, no cable. Oh, she was, was in thing on. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We didn't do no, that. No, she's not. Never mind, she's not. I don't so know. he goes to play tennis, and he's not very good at it. Or maybe he is, because <laughs> he keeps hitting people with the balls. Every time he hits the ball, it hits somebody. Isn't that hilarious? Mm-hmm. It's real funny how he wins at everything he does. Uh, I like how... Alan Covert gives this guy a message on a tennis ball and is like, meet me in the showers, news on deeds. And he gets there and he's just washing his ass. He's just got a big, lathery, hairy ass and he's soaping it up and he's not stopping. Even when the guy comes in and starts talking to him, he's, he continually soaps his ass for like mm-hmm. the entire conversation. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is that is a bit that works. Like if that was a recurring character, I just love also meet me in the showers, and it's not like he's dressed and whispering. He's showering. He's doing what you're meant to do in the showers, <laughs> and not soaping the rest of his body either. Do you think he did just that his already? ass, or he's gonna get to it, or just the ass? Um, uh, maybe he's got swamp ass. I mean, yeah, some people got it. Uh. <laughs> This always reminds me of when you were doing uh, uh, rideshare service, Justin, mm-hmm. and you had the guy who was going. You want to tell this story? Do you know what I'm getting You're at? You're talking about the guy I got three times in one night? Yeah, go ahead and tell the story. It's so good. <laughs> Just, Josh, have you heard this? I don't think so, no. When so does... I got like a storyboard of this guy's entire evening because I was doing Lyft, so at about like – Four o'clock, I get a lit, I get a ride, and it's this dude 
um, who's leaving home to go to a party. Uh, but he already or no, he's way more interesting up, than this movie. He's 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 getting picked up from work, but he's going directly from work to a party. Uh, about three hours later, so like maybe maybe a little bit longer, about four or five hours later, um, I get another lift ride from him where uh, I'm picking him up from the place where I dropped him off the party. And he's like super excited to talk to me about how he met a girl at the party and that he needs to go home because she invited him over to her place. But he came here right after work. So he was raunchy. You got, yeah, you got to freshen up. So he wanted to go home to freshen up. I, so I drove him back to, to his house, and then... He specifically said he wanted to go to wash his dick. He did. He did specifically say he needed to wash his dick. That was what he said. Something um, about a smelly dick. <laughs> um, and so I drop him off. Uh, and then I happen to also get the drive to pick him up again. To take him to the party. So actually got him four times astronomical odds to get the same person four times in one night on Lyft. Um, but I take, I, I take him to this girl's house, and then an hour and a half later, <laughs> I get another ping from him to pick him up, and he is silent Things as I drop him back off well. to his house. So it did not go well. He did not watch um, that dick or ass well enough. Hmm. It was an interesting night for him. <laughs> it was a real roller coaster of emotions for him. Yeah, and, if and I felt like I was along. Feel for you. I, was, I mean, I guess I was literally along for the ride. You were. Um, <laughs> much better story than this movie. But yeah, the saga of the stinky dick. <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Adam Sandler could have that problem. He he has a dead foot, but it's not funny at all. And. I get that, like, maybe, like, with the, the thing with this movie, like you said, he has nothing to overcome. And you could have easily made him getting all this money something he has to overcome. Because, Instant like, notoriety, fame, like, getting all of this could stalkers, cause a lot of problems policy. for him. It's kind of huh. causing problems for the company because of these re-edits of the news, but he doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, I went and got drunk and played tennis, and then I saved a bunch of kitties and a lady, and I don't care how they recut it, because the truth is, I saved a bunch of kitties and a lady. Mm-hmm. And Winona Ryder is falling for him. She's like, he is a goddamn Superman. He's a hero. He saved kitties and a lady. Uh, <laughs> he's from a small town and owns a pizzeria. He totally emasculated the entire New York City Fire Department. Yeah. He, it you, was so hot. You stay here. <laughs> <laughs> if there were two of those buildings on fire, he still would have outdone you boys. <laughs> Winona Ryder's saying, yelling at the cops. No, she's getting oh. off while the cops are there. She's like... I fucking love burning buildings and like. That's not what was happening. Tits. That's not what was happening. <laughs> she was filming him, and that's what. I, this, Justin, I the... love that you're here to keep us on track in a comedy podcast and just uh-huh. be like, your joke, sir, is invalid. It's and that didn't work. What? That's happened. not what happened. That's not what happened. Stay on track. The people want 
information. They they do. <laughs> they need us to break down this movie. And you're confusing them by adding stuff that wasn't there. <laughs> All right. Uh, cut the stories. Edit out the tangents. We're keeping it tight, boys. <laughs> the Just like this movie. No extra details to make it worth watching or listening to. <laughs> uh, he sets up a romantic dinner for her at a basketball court. And I was like, oh, that's going to be real hard to eat while a game's going on. <laughs> Could you imagine they'd have to like play around you? And you know a ball's going to hit the table and just like throw shit everywhere. Some guy's just going to trip over it as they're eating the spaghetti. Because he... <laughs> When he took her out to dinner the first time and found out that she liked chicken parmesan and that's the one thing he knows about her and he's gonna propose to her he's like I fucking love her I made her chicken parmesan three different times and a card that has chicken parmesan on it and, and I confirmed look, her story by taking her to her fake town that and was her fake really house. embarrassing for her I loved it <laughs> it's like you described the gigantic house with the blue shutters and the red door and the tire swing in the front. And you used to have a hump. These kids let them into the house and their parents are nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Did this ever happen to either of you where a, someone came to your door and was like, I grew up in this house, could I take a look around? No, but I my my mom did that once. Ooh. Oh, I've yeah. thought of doing before but me because there was a tree planted outside when i was born that's okay to look go look at the tree yeah you can get a look at the tree you don't have to go in the front of the backyard front yard oh yeah you can look at the tree when i when i went back to hawaii recently i drove by the house that i grew up in and i was like see that's fine that's changed a bit driving driving by and looking at it fine but like going there and being like hey i used to live here will you let me in is that what your mom sounded like yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, that's how Adam Sandler sounded. <laughs> and he's it's even worse. It's like, hey, my girlfriend used to live here. Can we come inside? Ah, oh, your parents aren't home? Good. The kids let them in. It's really scary. Yeah. I hope he leaves thousands upon thousands of dollars with them just for the trauma. Uh, my yeah. dad built this house with his own bare hands six your dad's years a ago. Fucking liar, kid. <laughs> Yeah, like oh my god, things are getting scary. Uh what are the, oh um one of the kids starts choking and she's like, "Oh, I'm a nurse" and has no idea how to save him. Oh, they, that's they could she says we should kid. leave. Yeah, they they come in here and scare these kids, one of them dies and they run away. And then the kids are watching TV later that night, and they're like, "That's the guy who killed Billy." And the parents are like, "That billionaire." <laughs> I don't know what part of Iowa they thought this was in, but this was a really big house for Iowa. Yeah, I mean, it was... I, there's big houses in Iowa for sure, but it, come on, there's a lot of that was. Too. I think my favorite joke of the movie was the kid starts jo- choking, and she's just like, "Oh, it looks like he's choking. We should go." <laughs> oh, so dark. <laughs> Let's leave him to it. <laughs> It made me laugh so much. Uh, yeah, the diner scene's really, um, really awkward and cringy, too. Uh, she is just bowing at the feet of Sandler's altar throughout this movie. Like, I know it's to at first trick him, 
but even later, it's really kind of painful to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, They embarrass her and him on the news before she can make it to the basketball dinner. She's going to come clean. She's going to reveal everything to Sandler and be like, I'm sorry, I was lying, but before that on the news... I feel like she would have picked up that that's what that dude was doing whenever he didn't get mad or try to stop her at all when she said that she was going to spill the beans. Like, she knows this dude, and he's really not... really confusing, too. When she's like, I'm going to spill the beans, he's like, well, we'll miss you. And I was like, wait, is she fired because she's going to tell him things? Like, it's not made clear what is going on. Well, I'm guessing, like, the... I, like, the... I don't know what was what was implied with that scene, but I feel like knowing her that char- her character, who's supposed to be like an investigative reporter, picking up on clues and whatnot, right? Oh yeah, she would have known that that guy being like, "Hey, he didn't try to stop me at all. Something's probably up." He had a real Matt Berry feel to him, and like the leader of the company in IT. Yeah, I think this news department with this cast could have made a better movie if it was just about them and like the kooky stories they were following. I think, I mean, we proved with Grandma's Boy that Alan Covert's a better leading man. Oh, 100%. And you also have have Betty White in that movie. Come on. No, not Betty White. It's fantastic. It's not Betty White. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, uh, the, the mom from Everybody Loves Raymond. Really? Uh, it's not Betty White? It's not Betty White. It's, uh, what's her, I can't, I can't, let me find, uh, I gotta find her, uh, Doris Roberts. Wow, I would have lost a trivia night right there. <laughs> but you're right, yeah, it, it is Doris Roberts from yeah. Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Shirley Jones is also one of the women yeah, and, and Shirley Knight. Two Shirleys and a Doris. That's how I got to mm-hmm. remember it. <laughs> uh, Josh, we'll get to this movie someday. It's Justin's one of his, I'd say his favorite movie. It's one of my favorite. It's it's definitely like nostalgia, one of my favorite movies. It's like, I know it's objectively not. And it's about video games. The best so you'll, movie, tol- you'll probably be but... able to tolerate it. Mm. But it is made by Happy Madison Productions. I gotta warn you there. But Adam Sandler is not in it. Not even as a cameo, which is kind of <laughs> concerning. Is he okay during that movie? <laughs> Usually he. It's all. It's almost all. In. All of the people who are normally in the Adam Sandler movies, but no Adam Sandler. That's what that movie is. His heart. His super big golden boy. Atomic Man from Outer Space Heart is broken by Winona Ryder. He takes the money, signs the papers, donates all of this money to a single charity, which is not cool. I think you should spread it up. Spread it out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe this, whoever he gets it to, will spread it out, but I think you should do a little more research. That's a lot of money to throw around. Like we said, that's godlike power that you're just willy-nilly. Like, oh, yeah, give it, yeah. Give it to this one person. Uh, and it's also sad for this uh, college fund because they get $40 billion and then it gets pulled out of them, be, out of under them, because it's actually John Turturro's money, which we'll get to soon. Like, this check he wrote is not valid. He, no, it's not. He was never the major shareholder. Uh. 
so Winona Ryder goes to oh wait he sells it and he hitchhikes I mean, back to his hometown. Could you fucking believe this? He doesn't want to ride from the company uh, uh, helicopter. He doesn't want a plane ticket. He hitchhikes. He has like no money to his name. I don't know how far away it is. They say what state, but it seems like it's pretty far away. Yeah. His heart is broken. He's never going to write greeting card poetry again. It's gone. The magic's gone. Yep. They broke him. The big city broke this country boy with a heart of gold. And $40 billion was just <laughs> too much to handle. Uh, I think $40 billion would break most people. Yeah. I agree. That might be the whole point of this movie. Uh <laughs> It's just a, I don't think this movie had a point. No, but if we have to dig for one, <laughs> that could make a valid excuse. Uh, Winona Ryder tracks him down and goes to Mandrake Falls to find him. And I like this fight scene when she goes to the pizza place. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's very wrestling. Uh, she... She gets picked up and thrown through a table. She does. Yeah, they definitely got like a wrestler kick. to do the to do the stunt coordination for this fight. It's good. It's really good. Uh, she gets called Little Miss Slut Slut, which would be a fun wrestling name. Uh, <laughs> the other lady has some amazing lines like that and blah blah blah. I'm a dirty little tramp. She's like, if you can get by me, I'll tell you where he is. And clotheslines the hell out of her when she tries to run by. Says she was a rodeo clown for like almost a decade, which is pretty cool. Was she clotheslined in the fucking bulls? Probably. (laughs) Just stopping them. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this this was one of the most fun scenes in the film. A lot of physical comedy. Oh, she picks up a pizza slicer and is like, I'm going to cut you into eight slices of bitcheroni. (laughs) <laughs> then Winona Ryder tosses some raw pizza dough on her face and does the kick that finishes it. And they, be, yeah. they she's like, I'll tell you where he is. He's delivering a peanut butter and gumball pizza to Crazy Eyes, who's back in the jail. Um, Crazy Eyes informs him that his company's, or his uncle's company has been torn apart as soon as he left and isn't the monopoly that it once was. And somehow that means 50,000 people are going to lose their jobs. Like, usually that can happen sometimes when companies get divided up. But a lot of times those companies still do the same things, right? Yeah. They They might bring on their own employees, sure. Yeah. But all of them? Like a big swoop? Like, we're just hiring 50,000 people? Yeah. That seemed a little unrealistic. And, like, we're keeping all of the equipment and you're getting replaced by our own Jeff. Yeah, and somebody who's never been trained on the equipment. Ha ha ha. Winona Ryder somehow finds herself in the middle of a goddamn frozen lake. Because she falls through and is dead center. Uh, Luckily, Adam Sandler is biking by and hears her screams and lets her drown. (laughs) And that's the start of Beetlejuice 2. Winona Ryder's ghost comes out in a striped suit and is very goofy. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, you shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sorry, it was a polka-dotted suit. They can't go... Because Michael Keaton is going to come back in the striped suit. They can't have it too similar. 
For sure. Copyright infringement. Well, no. I would love that in Beetlejuice 2 if mm-hmm. Michael Keaton hands her a cease and desist from Beetlejuice 1. Like, you can't dress too sm- <laughs> too similarly to me. <laughs> if anybody would do it, it would be Beetlejuice. Okay. I would think Batman would do that in World. Like if a bat, uh, sure. if another Batman was in the city, he would go up to him with a legal Jesus document. Assist. I I got this signed and uh, notarized by Bruce Wayne himself. I happen to be a close personal friend, and it <laughs> says you can't dress like a bat, and you can't dress in black plastic that has abs or nipples on it, and you can't have a little boy acrobat hanging around with you. Yeah, those are my things, <laughs> and yeah. And then their lawyers, their superhero lawyers, get together and hash out what is okay for this guy to dress as. And you get, like, the uh, mauve canary busting crime in Gotham alongside Batman. Uh, he hesitates fully to save her until she goes under and he has to use his dead black foot to bust through the ice. Gross. It's, it's gross. She thinks it's gross. That's her first words after almost drowning and dying are you're like your foot is fucking disgusting man <laughs> like she's it's choking up water and it's just like that's I, how gross it is i i went to hell but your foot is worse <laughs> the things i saw couldn't even compare uh <laughs> he's like i don't even know who you are i'm sorry flips her the double bird and walks backwards all the way into town and it's like holy shit you're turning down a 2002 Winona writer. I mean, he is right. She did, like, lie to him and manipulate him a lot. That would yes. be hard to look past, even if it was Renata Weiner. She's... Everyone in this is a terrible person but him. And, like, exceptionally so. Like, almost every other character is just a complete piece of shit. I like when he Besides, said... uh... Besides Judge Turo's character. I don't think we ever see him do anything. Right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Besides that, having a foot fetish, sure. That's like I like that's the one thing that they like. I guess they like pick a like... funny trait. This is a comedy movie. You have to have <laughs> a weird kink or something. Uh, I did like the line when he's at the dinner for schmucks with the rich people. He's like, "Oh, you're just making fun of me. That would never happen in my hometown in like the country. If you rich folk came there, nobody would make fun of you. That would never happen." And I'm like, "Fucking." Bullshit, Adam Sandler. Every small town is making fun of anyone who isn't from that small town, especially absolutely. You're like a big city folk. Yeah, New Yorkers. Come on, New York City. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, right. How many uh, tourists do you? But he's Saint Sandler. He's he's Saint Sandler in this movie. So he is Saint Sandler. Ah. Uh. The only person that can save this enormous company is Adam Sandler. So he comes back to New York and buys one single share in the company. I guess he possibly sold his pizza place to afford that. Who knows how much the shares are worth, they don't even say. Uh, And he talks to all these shareholders and talk about a fantasy movie, trying to convince a room full of shareholders to do the right thing instead of making money at this meeting. This would be like previous episode, The Thing. If Roddy Roddy Piper got up at the end of it in front of all those rich aliens that were at the teleport business meeting 
under that skyscraper and we're just like, hey guys, could you stop doing the bad things, please? Because people are good after all. It's like a fucking South Park ending. Yeah, where he like convinces all of these rich moguls. It makes quote unquote no, convinces no that they're sense. going like there's no repercussions to this. Like that dude's not gonna sell his slaughterhouses and become a vet. No way. I uh, I like that how they start standing up and they were like, When I was a kid I wanted to be this and now I'm this and I wanted to be a magician, now I have a porn website. Uh and of course they make the joke, I wanted to be a man and everybody laughs. It's mm-hmm. it's the own it's the other coworker at the pizza place. Yeah, he just goes that explains some things. There's still hope for the kids inside of all of us, and gets a standing ovation from these super rich folk. Never in a million years. Uh, wow. Yeah, we get a flashback to the super benevolent businessman god, his uncle, who had sex with the help, and. That leads to, Josh, what is the twist? Uh, there isn't one. There is. Oh, that twist, yeah. yeah the only it, twist. It wasn't actually his money. There was an illegitimate son. Yeah. It was yep. John Totoro's character. So? Which is terrible. I mean... It's... He had his son work as his butler for his whole life and didn't... Didn't ever pay him, didn't ever... T- he probably paid him, but he didn't ever tell him. He definitely him. paid him, but... Treated him as the help instead of family. I mean, we do get, like, the like the the instance where, like, obviously he seemed to like the dude. And they yeah. were, and they were, and they were, like, buddy-buddy. He said that we share dinner and share many topics. We talked about everything. They definitely weren't father and son, though. But they definitely were. Uh, yeah, it's... It's weird. It makes which me is weird. weird that John Turturro's like, I wanted to rub his feet too, but he'd never let me. <laughs> yeah. And then he fires the bad guy, quote unquote. Can you fire the majority shareholder just because you didn't vote yes. the same way as him? Oh, wow. He's not the majority shareholder anymore. But can you fire a shareholder is what I'm asking. Like... He fired him from being the head of the company because he was like the CFO or something. Oh, okay, okay, I hear Yeah, It just, it was weird. It's like he voted one way that you didn't like. I don't know if you can kick somebody off a board just for that, it seems like. But also, yes, they rushed this ending because there's no confirmation of the stuff that Renona Widehurst said before. They're like, this is the God's honest truth and we'll take it as gospel. Yes, luckily for her, <laughs> she's the one to save the day, not Adam Sandler. She does investigative journalism and she's the one that finds out that John Turturro is the last living heir. Uh, I like that for her. Usually Sandler's the hero and everybody else is groveling. But don't worry, her turn at groveling is right here because here's my Tinder profile, likes and dislikes really quick. And I will spend the rest of my life on my knees begging for your forgiveness because this is like that forever type of love or some bullshit, she says. And I'm like, wow. You wrote me a greeting card. Yeah. Yep. And it's the one Hallmark ended up buying. Yep. He he didn't even sell his own idea. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He took her speech and sold it to Right. Walmart. 
He doesn't <laughs> want anything, but John Chitaro gives him $1 billion, which is still life-changing. Mm-hmm. And this gets a standing ovation from the billionaires. Him no way. Getting, him getting a billion dollars gets a standing ovation in a room full of rich people. And I'm like, wow, if that just doesn't say something in and of itself. One of us, one of us. <laughs> uh, his Hallmark card sells. And we get a... Koopy copy, Koopy copy. Sorry. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I hear you, the freaks. Um, we get a montage of love of people reading this to their significant other, whether it be... Uh, uh, a human or animal. One guy's reading it to his dog at the vet. See, he is a vet. Oh, he did. He did turn he into did. a vet. This yeah, speech right. that Adam Sandler gave in two minutes about how, <laughs> hey, when you were a kid, you weren't fucking evil actually changed their mind. <laughs> what a fucking fantasy pipe dream, Adam Sandler. And then he goes on to, instead of like, I don't know, we, like we said, feeding or making sure people have clean water or a place to stay. He just buys everyone in his small hometown a Corvette. A red Corvette. I feel like that was a joke I missed earlier in the movie. I was like, wait, did they say something for red Corvettes? Or, or is that just supposed to be funny because it's random? I feel like I feel the same way. I have no idea if they were referencing someone or what. I don't. I think it's just a popular car that most people would want. But why all red ones and why all the same? Like you could have just filled like that is such a stupid filming choice. It would cost a ton. Like where would you find that many red Corvettes? Why wouldn't you just fill it with like different types of Hollywood rich cars? Like everyone gets a Fast and the Furious car or something. I don't know. That's what we want. Uh, (laughs) Josh, this being your first time watching Mr. Deeds, would you recommend this movie? Last time. Um, no. No, I wouldn't. First time, last time. Why not? Uh, it's not funny. It's not interesting. Nothing happens. Um, yeah. Okay. Not not much to say. Er, and I guess that's impressive, considering it's a Sandler movie. The the tropes are, are shine through so hard, I literally made a bingo card while we were doing this recording. So, you know, hopefully that, yeah, that him kids happen soon. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I like it. Thin. This is, uh, this is like a cardboard box at this point with just Sandler pictures posted on it of different tropes. I would not recommend it either. He's so bland. There's no character development. It's just like, here's a ton of money. And your main concern is a company that... Like an irresponsible. Is it even his dude. concern? It's not. It's not. It's not. He's really not a businessman at all. Uh, it should be none of his concern. His irresponsible uncle. There's no stakes to this movie. It's yeah. ridiculous. Everybody in it is like conniving and deceitful, except for him. He's Superman. He can do no wrong, and he's like a golden boy. And it's just not interesting in any way. It's so bland. Uh, yeah. Justin, would you recommend this? No. It was pretty bad. Did this end your faith in the Sandman for a while when you saw this in theaters? Uh, this is probably starting to be the decline, because I did eventually, like, stop watching all the ads. What comes up next? 
next on the list is uh, it would be Eight Crazy Nights, but we already did that. We one. did jump ahead special. to do that one as a holiday special. Uh, so next is Anger Management. All right, all right. I remember this one getting a little more uh, wide reception. I would say, like, it, it, not mainstream because all of these were fucking huge, but like multiple age ranges, like this one. I remember my parents talking more about this. Sure. Who's, I, the, who's I, the co-star? Jack Nicholson? Yeah. All right. Returning from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and The Shining. And Batman. And Batman, yeah. The best Batman, in my opinion, that we've covered. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's three no recommends for Mr. Deed. A total flop from 2002. It's that just so cool. Like, a, even the other boring. movies, he had energy, at least. You know what I mean? Like, he was like really animated for most of the other movies it's like he's what he was just like inner peace like, in this one he was just <laughs> he's just on much just like adam sandler goes on vacation oh wait no that's grown-ups no you don't even fucking know josh <laughs> that's what we're about to hit in the third trimester of the sandler verse uh-huh. uh yeah the one where he openly admitted to where he makes movies to, to go, go on, on expensive vacations with his friends yes uh-huh. just hold on to your sandlers uh (laughs) you can find our other episodes at podcast.com or on the apple podcast app you can find us at facebook under fapcheck fapcheck on youtube and fapcheck at gmail.com you can write to us any recommendations concerns comments questions hate mail you can plead you could plead for us to stop with the adam sandler movies or you could like uh introduce them us to some we've never heard of possibly yeah maybe they're not if you even... know of an adam sandler movie that's like a hidden secret adam sandler movie mm-hmm. please tell us a diamond in the rough or just a like shit in the rough because yeah. so far the closest we've gotten to that is mixed nuts which we did but that was more of a holiday special yeah so i can only imagine watching eight crazy nights after this like that had so much energy, but I still what hated whiplash it. like yeah. from <laughs> He's so dull in this. He's he went Zen, he went Buddha. He's just walking around just like yes. Yes, I'm so nice. Yes, everyone loves me. I have all the money now. Oh, you want to be with me? Okay. Yeah. Uh he's got a weird aura in this one that gets people on. He's he's growing a cult in real life and in his movies. We'll see where it goes next time. On Have You Seen, I'm Austin. Josh. I'm Justin.